watching your One Piece. We are! Welcome back to We Are Watching One Piece, an anime rewatch podcast for the Rubber Boy anime called One Piece. Although, not a lot of Rubber Boy this time. Uh, we're back. My name is Joe. I'm joined as always by Jory. What's up, Jory? Hi. I'm Jory, if, in case anyone was getting confused. Mm-hmm. Isn't One Piece great? Yeah. Uh, nothing bad ever happens. It's a great time where, uh, Luffy makes friends. Yeah. That's it. Podcast over. (laughs) We did it. Uh, we're going to start Marineford now. If you, uh, last time we had Andrew to yell at me, uh, for my very good theory, uh, many, someone tweeted at us, how do I make it so I never heard that? Uh, which is very funny. (laughs) I was just, I was listening back to my edit and I was like I hope people don't think I'm actually angry because <laughs> I'm I don't I don't give a shit if Andrew agrees with me or if anyone agrees with me I just think not how bodies work is kind of a a, a weak uh reason if you look at the anime <laughs> where a dog is also a gun <laughs> but anyways we're not here to talk about that probably ever again we are here to talk about uh Marineford the place where Ace is set to be executed. All, all we uh, we we kind of set up a bunch of dominoes last time for it, and wouldn't you know it, we're not actually done setting up dominoes. This first two episodes is a bunch of flashbacks. So sure it is. This gave us uh, this chunk of episodes might have given close to the the most like lore dump in a while <laughs> we've got. <laughs> yeah, I I think it it works. It, it's just, like, two episodes uh, spaced in with, like, people showing up at Marineford, and then when all the stuff starts happening after that, you have, like, more context for it. And it's like, okay, cool, yeah. I've seen these people interact with Ace. Oda is usually better at playing the long game, but, like, also, I don't know, when the fuck would we have seen Ace interact with these people if they weren't just going to give us a flashback yeah. anyway? Because the show's not about him. <laughs> But they very well could be a show about him with what they show us, which is cool. Yeah, yeah. It, it's not like seven episodes about Ace's journey. It's uh, it's just like really economical. Here are some highlights. Here are some people that you might care about. It's just like, you need to know this to appreciate the next fucking 40 episodes of people fighting. <laughs> so we're just going to do it real quick. Um, and they, and that's, that's, that's it. So if last time we had this big cliffhanger about uh the 20 months or more specifically the ace being the son of gold roger so this first episode 460 um we're talking 460 through 467 today starts with everyone reacting to that and by everyone i mean the entire world because this is being like televised at saba odi yeah which i often forget about like every time it cuts back to it i'm like oh fuck yeah everyone's seeing this shit which is, like, kind of important to keep in your head when you see, like, the side, like, Aeneas Lobby doesn't have as huge side effects, like, because no one knows the truth of it. It's just, like, yeah, this place was raised by Luffy. No one knows the details. But, like, Marineford, everyone's just watching it like we are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is, like, I don't know, just a thing to keep in the back of your head, I guess. Uh, There might be a character with a big boa who says, like, yep, this changes everything forever. <laughs> Maybe he's right. He sure is a guy. He's a guy. We'll talk about him when um, (laughs) we get into this a little bit further. But uh, 460 starts with everyone reacting to Ace being the son of Roger. The devil's blood lives on. 
a soul still burns. Uh, there's some more bubbles popping imagery, which is always scary. And uh, there's like, I was like, there's a lot of like, throughout this whole chunk of episodes, a lot of like, we're going to cut to this person and see how they feel about this. And like, what I like about that is, barring all these flashbacks to set things up, there's never any moment of like, here's who this person is. There's never like, they just kind of assume that like, you've watched the show up to here, you're going to recognize all these idiots' faces. And we'll talk about a couple great examples. But like, we, so like right now, we're just like, cut to Hancock. And she's like, oh, so they're not blood related. Cool. Great. <laughs> and then like, uh, the Marines react. And like, Kobe and Helmuppo are like, oh shit. But that's Luffy's brother. And that, they don't have the same dad because Kobe and Helmuppo know that it's Dragon because they were there. And then we start to, we start our flashbacks. Uh, Garp remembers Roger saying, protect my boy. Yo, ho, ho. I don't remember what Roger's voice sounds like um, in Japanese, but in the dub, he's got, like, a very traditional old pirate man voice. He just has a voice. The thing that, like, scares me the most he's about just a guy. <laughs> Gold Roger is that he's just a guy. That's, the, that's like, <laughs> similar to, I think, Dragon having such a boring design. I think it is a side effect of, like, yeah, he was, like, one of the first things drawn. And, like, yeah. as the world gets bigger and scarier, he still is just a guy. It's <laughs> Like, it's Whitebeard scary. is drawn so much later, so he's fucking shredded. Like, also, we, we don't, whatever we see, uh, Gold Roger, he's, he's not, like, doing anything. He's always, like, in submission, basically. So we don't know if Gold Roger is a unit like Whitebeard or not. Yeah. He's like, always just hanging out. Yeah, like... He's always just smiling and uh, either dying or behind bars. We haven't seen him do anything at all. He's just a guy. And, like, Luffy gets, like, progressively more abs as the show goes on and, like, more toned. He never gets bigger. But, like, I think that's, like... Yeah. It's also just, like, yeah, Luffy's also, like, kind of just a guy. Like, he has powers that make him bigger. But, like, at the core of it, he's just a guy. His design is still simple. Yeah. He's just a guy, and he's, like... I, my boy, my Garp, we, uh, I'm having a baby. Make sure he doesn't die. And Garp's like, why would I do that? I captured you. (laughs) And he's like, because I know you're a good guy, Garp. You know, they're, I I was, I was hoping that within this chunk of episodes, they give us like an explanation of exactly why Garp did it. Cause (laughs) just, just cause (laughs) that's, this is what I was scared of. Cause there's, there's three possibilities that come from it. It's coming up, no one knows, or this is the simplistic, they just, it's something this simple. He's just like, don't kill a baby. And he's like, oh, fuck, you're right, we shouldn't kill a uh, baby. <laughs> yeah, Garp is very strange about when he has that thought. Like, it's like, all right, like, he asked, like, Gar- or last thing, like, Roger's like, I don't think you would let a kid be punished for like having not done anything yet like just because of uh he's him being mine uh and garb's like fuck okay fine and then like now that we're in the future and he's like 19 and has been a pirate he's like well he's been a pirate i gotta do my job i got it like i know that i raised him as my grandson but i what can you do and that's uh why garb fucking sucks <laughs> the thing that i got from it was because this isn't, like, getting ahead or anything. Basically, from what I can draw, is at this point, Dragon is Dragon is close to having his own son. 
So at th- I, I feel like Dragon didn't just suddenly, at, around the time of Luffy's birth, become a revolutionary. Garp is like, ah, oh, fuck, I fucked up with my kid. Maybe I can save uh, yeah. <laughs> Roger's kid. <laughs> we get snippets uh, later on of like him being with Ace and Luffy together. Yeah. And being like, I'm raising you to be Marines. And they're like, no, fuck you, old man. We want to be pirates. And he's like, no, no, God, no, no. (laughs) And like, yeah. And then Garp like flash forward to now. And he's like, I tried my best. (laughs) (laughs) But like, he's, he's, he's too fucking committed to his job as a fucking cop too. So (laughs) what can you do? Uh, But yeah, we get our first look at uh, Rouge in the back, uh, in the flashback as well. She looks, Exactly like Ace, um, but with, <laughs> yeah. like, long pink hair. Uh, they make her staying pregnant look very, very difficult. Also, noticeably, like, I this is something I didn't really remember, and I probably would have brought it up last time. We never see her get, like, a big stomach. Like, she never has, like, a visible bump at all in, in what we see, which is well, weird. here's the thing. There's uh-huh. a certain man that illustrated this. Yeah, that's <laughs> and the yes. idea of those women having a belly. Is uh, how do you do that without it being funny and they're just like exploding like fat? Like I, I, how, I don't know. How, how just, does he do that? <laughs> I, I I don't know how he does it. I know that in reality you just do it. It's not difficult. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's very normal, even dare I yeah. say, but. Yeah, it is an interesting choice, and I don't know if I chalk any of this shit up to Oda just being like, yeah, whatever, willpower, <laughs> or if it's something else. Like, I, the thing is, it could go either way. It could just be like, yeah, no, no big deal. She had a, you know, her, she had a D in her name, which means she can accomplish incredible feats, such as not show her pregnancy and hold it for fucking 20 months. Stupid, sure, but like also other stupid shit has happened in this show. Yeah. Uh it's just that's a one that is like a little out there, I guess. But yeah, I don't know if any of that means anything, but that is what we see. Uh and then she has a baby and then she dies. We yeah, it's like a montage basically of like people being like, Is that baby his? No, and then she's like also on the island and like avoiding the Marines and not visibly pregnant. And then uh, when she is finally having her kid, Garp shows up and says, oh, you must be Porcus D. Ace. Or fuck. I mean, sorry, that's the kid's name. You must be Porcus D. Rouge. And uh, she has the baby and Garp's just kind of like there. And uh, <laughs> she dies because it is pretty difficult. It was pretty difficult to have a baby to begin with. But like, well, 20 months. And uh, yeah, so he that that kind of ends with Garp taking Ace somewhere and basically we don't actually see this person we just see like a snippet of him uh saying hey dot on here's a kid and that person dot on is like an angry old lady who's like what the fuck garp and then we cut away <laughs> and then uh he, he does the same thing with luffy two years later He's like hey dot on got another kid bad dad here you go i can't do it so they would i imagine they would be much worse off if garp stuck around so Based on what we do see of them together, he just kind of punches them a lot. Yeah. And it's kind of played for comedy, but also, like, I, it's clear that they have complicated feelings about him as a grandfather figure, so. Yeah. There's just not a lot of it, so I can't really tell how I feel about it overall, the representation of him just kind of punching them around. Like, it's silly. <laughs> it's anime. 
I do want to point out that like Rouge was like, if it's a girl, I'll name them on, and if it's a or Anne, and if it's a, a boy, I'll name them Ace. And I'm like, Ace is kind of a cool name. You'd think that the the girl's name would be not well, as simple. Uh, like maybe it's just A, but I, I think her saying Anne is reference to the pirate uh, Anne Bonnie. Oh, I guess it could be. <laughs> Same with like jewelry, Bonnie. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's what I would. That's what I would assume. But that's a that's a very fair uh, assumption. But all right, so what would it be in the four kids dub where they call him Trace? Would it be uh, what would what would the uh, the girl's name be to match Trace? Uh, <laughs> maybe just probably just Tracy. Like honestly, oh, probably yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Fucking four I, kids. I, I need to find to see if he still has his dumb tattoo. If they like badly edited it out, <laughs> T T R <laughs> oh, T R yeah even yeah that's the thing like it would be like up onto the shoulder blade and like the neck. <laughs> Ugh, they probably just removed it, which is like weird. Like I'm like they removed death, they removed weaponry, blood. Uh, would they remove tattoos? I feel like they might. <laughs> that's like a whole thing about Ace having Whitebeard's logo on his back. Yeah. And his name, which is more of just a funny joke, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, in the present, Garp, uh, he he feels it seems like he almost feels bad, but he's not doing anything about it. You know, I also want to know what the fuck did Garp do that made it so he is not reprimanded in any way for being responsible for what is happening right now? Like, <laughs> I don't is know if they know his fault. No, they, I don't, they definitely know that he he was like a father figure. They have to. I mean, especially with this connection to like Luffy and Dragon and stuff. There's no way they don't know. You raise an excellent point that I hadn't really thought about. Because that's the other thing I was thinking of is like they know Luffy is his grandson. They know that, and they know that Luffy and Ace grew up together. So like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I can't think of a good reason. Because like everything happened after like he wasn't staying with Dadan where Garp put him. Like, he was trying to raise him up to be a Marine, and he didn't take Roger's name. But yeah, you think eventually they'd be like, all right, Garp, I know that you caught Roger. Like, is, that, is he just writing on that? <laughs> Probably, actually. <laughs> They're like, I don't know, it's too late now. He's we're, tenured. We're just, yeah, we're just going to try and catch Ace and execute him on a big stage. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's a very interesting thing that... Maybe there's just something I'm forgetting, or maybe they just somehow don't know, and it's just like a weird way they don't know that i have no clue get us on the discord if you have an answer for us um <laughs> but yeah it seems pretty clear that they had a like that they know each other and it's yeah i don't know anyways uh sengoku is talking about back in the present now sengoku is like yeah whitebeard found out a little bit before we did that you were roger's kid and uh took you in so he could make you the next king to ace talking about ace and uh, ace is like no i wanted to make whitebeard king He's my actual, like, he's my dad, dad. He's my, like, chosen dad. I'm going to make him king. And Son Goku's like, you are the only person who thought that was what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone wants Ace to be king. And he's like, but I want Whitebeard to be king. And he's like, no, stupid. <laughs> Whitebeard, dad's, Whitebeard does not give a shit about being king of the pirates. He's, uh, he's much too old. <laughs> he's very old. He's old and hooked up to life support. Like, yeah, he, and that also like he was in Roger's era. Like, I I don't know. It's yeah. like, why well, I I think if he wanted to have that crown by now, he probably would. He's just uh, he's just reading his fucking adoption home, Whitebeard's home <laughs> for peculiar pirates. 
<laughs> Anyways, so that, that exchange happens, and then the gates of justice start to open. Everyone's like, what the fuck? Why is that happening? Uh, we cut back to Luffy's ship, and Buggy is taking credit for it. Like some sort of biblical figure parting the seas. It's very funny. Uh, and then things get really quiet. And uh, we still don't really know why the gates open and who gives a shit. Uh, because we can probably piece it together based on what happens next. A bunch of ships arriving and coming through. And uh, it's a whole fleet of people gathering together under Whitebeard to save their good friend Ace. They run through a list of names. All of them are kind of funny. Thunderlord Magai is probably my favorite. This is also the first time we hear Squared. Finally, after all these ships go through, every, it's a big fucking deal. The Marines are reacting. There is a bubbling under the water in the middle of the, the fucking fjord. And up from the sea comes the Moby Dick and Whitebeard himself. And uh, I fucking love this reveal. And I want to know how you reacted to it and when you realized what was going on. Uh, I immediately assumed it was, like, Whitebeard and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I did not understand how they were able to do that. Um, but when I did see, uh, fucking at the end where, uh, the, uh, uh a ship came up with goop, I was like, okay, yeah, that's... <laughs> it's like, oh, that shit that we learned about in Saba Odi. Yeah, that has to be the same stuff, <laughs> yep. right? Like, yeah. Yeah, I, th I think it's very cool that they, like, set that up, and, like, we don't actually see it pay off to go to Fishman Island, but, like, when he comes up from the water and they're like, oh, shit, they coded their ships, like, we still can understand it. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, oh, shit, we know enough about this world to know that they would do that, and that's a very cool utilization of that, using it for a surprise attack. But, yeah, the Moby Dick comes up. His big fucking boat. And, uh, like, three other tinier Moby Dicks show up behind it. <laughs> uh, big fleet. Big man. This is like... It, it's like, we've been with Luffy for so long, but this is like easily the the biggest deal pirate crew we have seen in terms of like... Like, he's an emperor. Yeah. And it's like, it, it's. I think it's cool to see the scale of like, this is the people that Ace runs with. Like, look at the gap between <laughs> Luffy and Ace in just like two years. Yep. I think I like... Going forward with all this is, uh, anytime we see someone's powers, they just fucking do the power. It's not like a a twenty minute build up to what's this guy's power. Yeah, they just do it. There's a lot of things just not explained, and I love it. Yeah, and and I can usually like figure out what it is without them having to be like he ate the this this fruit, so he has this this power. Yeah, the only exception is like Marco. We get like a little bit of explanation for, but it's really just because like oh, there's a qualifier on this we might not know about yeah but that's cool uh for 461 starts with uh them basically saying like oh shit whitebeard's here uh he has 14 like commanders he steps out he's a very big very big man <laughs> he is a large dude he is a he is a tall buff man eventually we do see him standing next to luffy and it's very funny <laughs> to just see uh, spoilers for a little bit. It'll actually be a while till we talk about Luffy. <laughs> but, uh, well, actually, right now we're going to talk about Luffy. Because we cut back to the boat. I don't even remember how this conversation starts, but he's, like, telling Ivankov, like, Oh, no, I know my dad is 
I or I, I know that uh, Ace's dad is Roger. It's no big deal. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, so if Ace is your brother, Dragon's gonna do something about his son. It's like, no, Ace's dad is Gold Roger, and he did not like it whenever I'd bring it up to him. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's very funny. That like Ace always knew his dad, and probably was like, oh yeah, I don't, you know, I'm not gonna keep his name. And Luffy's like, oh cool. I wish I had a dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It doesn't find out until we know. <laughs> Gray Fox was complaining about this in the comments. He said, he said oh. that Oda needed to be a better writer like uh, Tight Kubo or uh, uh, Kira Toriyama. Is this the specific sub- episode he said that on? Yes, yes. He's like, this is a big retcon. Why would Luffy not know his dad, but know Ace's dad? And it's like, have you met these characters? <laughs> This isn't a retcon at all, because when they revealed Luffy's dad, <laughs> Garps is like, there's something about your dad. He's like, I have a dad? <laughs> yeah, he just doesn't, he just never knew he had one. I and think it's, it's a little it's... different about being like, yeah, your dad's like the most important pirate ever. And then telling Luffy like, yeah, your dad is like the leader of some fucking shadowy cabal. I don't know. <laughs> and it's... It's also funny, like, just like how none of, none of the Straw Hats knew that Luffy had a brother until Ace, like, yeah. showed up, and they're like, he you just, have a brother? He doesn't talk about himself. <laughs> yeah, and it's the same thing here, like, Lu- not even in the fact that Ace doesn't like the fact that Gold Roger's his brother, he's probably just like, why would I talk about a- Ace's dad? Like, yeah. That doesn't mean, that doesn't matter to anyone. <laughs> yeah, it, like, if he brought it up in fucking Inya's lobby, it was like, oh. I have a dad. I always wondered about my dad because Ace's dad was Gold Roger, and I know that. Like, no, he doesn't fucking bring it up. He's only bringing it up now because Ivan Kov is suggesting that Dragon is his dad. He's like, oh, no, Dragon's not his dad. It's Gold Roger. We never met him, though. <laughs> like, it's, like it's fucking nothing. I think it's very funny and good. Uh, yeah. And then uh, Whitebeard reveals his power, sort of. He does it, and it's not kind of immediately clear what the fuck it is other than terrifying uh so he fucking punches the air and it cracks yeah what is this (laughs) (laughs) i uh i was wondering there's two things that i was thinking about ahead of time one was i was excited to see your how you felt when you realized that them falling from the sky in the opening was just what really happened when, uh, when Luffy gets to Marineford. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about that when we get there. But also, uh, in the opening where, like, Whitebeard does this, he, like, smashes his hand and, like, cracks show up. I was like, I wonder if if you are going to be surprised when that's literally what happens. I didn't, I didn't understand what he was doing there. As far as I'm concerned, he's so powerful he can break reality. So... He's a big man. <laughs> he's a large man. He's an emperor. He can do Jedi mind battle with, like, Shanks if he wants to. Like, they can just fucking... He can crack the air. Why not? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he he cracks the air, and the whole world seems to shift around him. It's not the reality reality fruit, unfortunately. Although I'm sure it's something that fucked up exists. I mean, we'll find out, like, in the next episode, basically, that he can make earthquakes. The tremor tremor fruit. So, like, what he's doing here is just, like, creating earthquakes, like, in where his hand punches and yeah. then like <laughs> yeah like the whole fucking marine fur shakes and then the water also reacts to it like he's making giant waves with it it's fucked up Sengoku says he could destroy the world if he wanted to 
Yeah, that's the thing that's like scary about it. That's the, yeah, like I it's like a mix of like that's a dist- like extremely destructive overpowered power and he's also just like the biggest dude. Like he can physically keep up with that power. <laughs> like com- like combining the punch of his actual arm with the earthquake at the end of it is insane. <laughs> Like, him him cracking, like, the air, what that reminded me of is, like, a very weird Dragon Ball reference that not enough people talk about that this is how they get out of, like, writing themselves into a weird situation. During the Majin Buu saga, Piccolo, Gotenks trap uh, Super Buu inside the hyperbolic time chamber, and then they destroy the building so he can't get out, so they're just stuck in, like, another dimension away. And then, uh, Boo just, like, screams really loud and rips a hole in, like, time space and gets out. <laughs> like, because <laughs> that's how powerful he is. <laughs> like, that's what this feels like. He's just, like, breaking the air. And then it causes a, a horrifying, like, catastrophic things to happen. Cool. <laughs> and, uh, like, this thing, he is like, cool. He's, he's very cool. Yeah, it's, it, 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 I think it potentially raises a lot of questions of, like, this is how strong people get. And also, yeah. he's not King of the Pirates? How strong was Roger? And then also, um how strong how strong is the, the big bad Oni Kaido guy supposed to be if this is like a guy they're showing us halfway through the show? That's what scares me too. Oh oh you mean is, uh, Ka- Kaido the other emperor? Oh, he's one of the emperors? Cool, yeah. Yeah, I think <laughs> it, it it is mentioned in I believe the Inuslavi arc where because, like, we're shown Whitebeard meeting Shanks and splitting the sky from their psychic force that, I mean, <laughs> now we maybe can go with hockey. But, uh, yeah, yeah they, they mention hockey on the boat. We just, that's the first time we hear it. Any, but, yeah, so, like, they show the other two emperors on, like, shadowy silhouettes. And I think they say their names. Because th- it's Kaido mm-hmm. and Big Mom. Yeah. I, th- I think they say it then. Much like fucking saying Jinbei in, uh, <laughs> uh, like, episode 20. Or whenever the fuck Arlong shows up. Um, just a lot of things like that. I was talking to Andrew about it. I was like, I didn't really realize until we were doing the show just how good it plays on the rewatch. Because, <laughs> like, you know, knowing that Kobe shows up again, knowing that Laboon is important, knowing who Crocus is, all that shit. Uh, and, like, knowing who Jinbei is, what Warlords are, Mihawk, Scale. Mihawk does some shit in these episodes. Um, it's great. There's, a, there's another line that made me think of that. I'll talk about it. Uh, when we get there, but Whitebeard reveals that power, and before we really dig into it, we go into another flashback. Yeah, we just get Ace's entire, like, the the cliff notes of everything we need to know about Ace's past up to this point. Yeah, he leaves his island, you know, a couple years before Luffy when he's, I guess, 18 or whatever, 16, I don't know. Uh, he has his own little ship, the Spade Pirates, yeah. uh, and... His goal is to beat Whitebeard. He meets Shanks. Yeah, because he's like, because he, he, he chases after Shanks. He's like, you're the man my brother won't stop talking about. <laughs> and Shanks is like, oh, Luffy, I love that boy. How's he doing? <laughs> it's It makes you wonder, what was Ace doing at the time where Luffy met Shanks? Uh, he's off screen. <laughs> I don't know. Because Ace never met Shanks, but they grew up together. Luffy was like a kid. Luffy got his face scar before. <laughs> it's just 
It's yeah. not important, but it's not, it's I, not I important. It's, he was just somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, he he just had like a meeting with Shanks, and I think that's cool that they're both like, my brother won't stop talking about you. It's like, oh, of course, it's Luffy. Yeah, Hi. I love Luffy. How's it going? Especially because uh, they make anytime we see Shanks, they just make him out to be like a fun, fun, happy, nice little pirate guy. I love him, but also but he, like very like a- serious and menacing <laughs> when he needs to be. That's like that's the thing that's scary also about like Shanks's crew is that they all just look like guys. They're just guys. They were I, they were drawn in chapter one is is the reason they're just guys. <laughs> but it, it it helps in the fact that like everyone else uh, who's an emperor are like these big units and he's just a guy. And also like uh, Usopp's dad is there. <laughs> Usopp's dad is there. How powerful is Usopp's dad? I don't know. It's scary <laughs> to think about. I get stressed out when I think about the things that One Piece has not told me yet, but probably will. I think one of the cool things when they're talking about, like, when they're showing Ace just fucking ships up on the Grand, on, like, yeah. the grand Line before he joins Whitebeard's, like, he turned down being a warlord. <laughs> like, the, like, they said that he, like, they offered the the... Maurice offered it to him, and he's like, nah, I want to be Pirate King, sorry. Yeah, yeah, he wants. To, he specifically wants to be Pirate King, up until a certain moment where his goal changes. Yeah. His plan to become Pirate King is to kill Whitebeard. He's like, yeah, once I kill him, everyone will know I'm a big deal, and, you know, then I'll find the One Piece. Uh, we see him meeting Jinbei to figure out where Whitebeard is. Yeah. Jinbei's like, I may not be under him, but I owe him... A, a grave service, which I know what he means. We'll figure out eventually. So they fight. Uh, Ace fights Jen Bay for like five fucking days straight. It's <laughs> essentially a draw. They, I think Ace yeah. falls down first, but they both fall down. This is a. It, it reminded me of the only thing I like about Bleach, which is the character Kenpachi. What is that? The eye patch one. He's the eye patch guy who he's so powerful he doesn't he doesn't have the super special sword technique that they all do in mm-hmm. Bleach. Lankai. Yeah, he doesn't have one of those, and he, his two moves to like increase his power is flip up the eye patch, and then his other move is he's gonna fight with both hands on his sword. Uh huh. <laughs> and he's like one of the few people that hasn't te- that didn't technically lose to Ichigo. Like they're the only time they fought, it was a draw. <laughs> He's just like fucking. He's just they put Kenshiro in Bleach, and that's yeah. what this is like. It's like, no, they're they're both really strong. Just have him do a draw. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, he's too strong. <laughs> yeah, I read a lot of Bleach, but I was in high school, so I don't have limited memory and only about like the first several arcs. <laughs> so after beating Jinbei, or no, I don't know, fighting Jinbei, yeah. uh, for five days, he Whitebeard shows up just here. And I I don't remember what he says. I think he's like, I heard you want to fight me. Yeah, he he's just like so, so you want you want to want to battle me? All right. And then Whitebeard just fucks him and his crew up. Yeah, he's like one of me is enough for all of you. And then he does exactly uh kick the shit out of Ace, um a man who is made of fire. And uh he's like, all right, I beat your ass. You should uh let me adopt you. And he says no. Uh, but then he wakes up on Whitebeard's ship. Uh, we have a fun little like first he meets Thatch by the way which is like a little shoehorned in where it's like ah oh, I'm Thatch I should be your friend I'm the commander <laughs> of this unit um, which of course if we remember Thatch is the person that gets killed uh, by Blackbeard kind of yeah. the, the pivotal point to 
why we're here today. Yep. So we meet Thatch. He has a fun little pompadour. And uh, we get this fun little montage of Ace trying to kill Whitebeard. <laughs> so do you know what this reminded me of? What? In Hot Rod, how Andy Samberg yes! wants to fight his stepdad. Yes! That is such a good pull. It is extremely that energy. Including the fact that he tries to get Whitebeard in his sleep, and Whitebeard beats him without waking up. So funny. Yeah, so he's trying to beat his fucking stepdad. <laughs> yep. He's uh, got a... <laughs> doesn't work. Whitebeard's very strong. I like how he, he like tried to sneak into sleep while Whitebeard's hooked up to his fucking super advanced life support technology. Yeah. A bit like so we get cuts to a couple other important people in the crew. Um we don't know their names yet, but we get to see their designs basically. And uh eventually, yeah, like I think it's Marco, the man with a very strange haircut. <laughs> Or, like, his hair's fine. It's just, like, shaved... Like, the sides are shaved up very high. It's a, it's weird. He's cool. I love Marco. But I think he's supposed to have, like, a bird, whatever, like, plume. A little bit, yeah. Um, Can't imagine why. But he... <laughs> we, we get a conversation between him and, and Ace where he's, like, bringing him food. And he's, like... I don't even remember what he says, but I know that he basically convinces Ace to, like, accept this, like, family around him. It's, like, Whitebeard took you in because, like, you know, he wants to protect all of you. <laughs> Yeah, he sees your potential. And something is like, he asked about his crew, is like, oh yeah, they're part of our crew now. Your entire, the ent- all the spade pirates are part of Whitebeard's pirates now. Yeah, he just, <laughs> everyone yeah. come in. You're all, you're all the son of Whitebeard now. Yep. Um, I don't know if he has any daughters. I, I literally don't think he does. <laughs> there's, there's, there's like one woman captain in his fleet, but I don't know. Like every, everyone, every, oh, I think he asks Marco, like, why does everyone call him Pops? Or old man, or probably, what, I don't know what the sub said. Um, but it's like, because, you know, we're all his son. He calls his son. And, uh, you know, yeah. we, we were outcasts, and now we have a place under him. And, like, also, like, we know how strong Whitebeard is, so we know what it means to be, you know, part of his surrogate family. And uh, Ace turns around. He's like, you know what? Yeah. I'm going to dedicate my life to, to supporting this crew then. He gets that big tattoo on his back. He meets uh, Teach. He meets Blackbeard, who's just a guy who likes to eat pie at this point. He sure does like pie. I he like sure that that's does. the first thing we see Blackbeard doing, and it, so we know it's a thing he likes to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Big fan. And uh, he is like, yeah. He's like, I don't know, should I take? He, like, basically, people are like, you should take the second division commander role. You're very strong. Everyone likes you. <laughs> you have the capability to be that leader. And uh, he actually even talks to Blackbeard about it. Who says, like, oh, I don't have aspirations for that kind of thing. It's a mean line. Uh, and <laughs> so Ace does it. You know, it's, it's cool. And eventually we get to uh, the point where uh, Thatch finds this fruit. And yeah, Thatch is like, hey, look, I just found a fruit. And I was like, are you going to eat that fruit? He's like, I don't know, but you guys know the ship rules, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's It's very heavy handed like that, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, ship rules. If you find the fruit, you get to eat it. Rule it's, two: I, don't fucking kill each other. <laughs> I uh, it, it it reminds me of like I I watched Lincoln recently, and like the last twenty minutes of that movie is like, oh, Mister Lincoln, you're gonna be late for this uh play you have to go see. <laughs> 
and uh, or like the the fact that fucking Revenge of the Sith ends with him dying for some, like that's just that that story has to end there for because <laughs> I don't know he's Darth Vader. Uh, anyways, so you can sell the Darth Vader toys. Yeah, of course. Anyways, it, yeah, it's a little heavy handed. It's fine, but like he gets that fruit, and uh, you know, we see Blackbeard in the background being like, "Oh shit, I know what that is," and us as the viewer is like, "Oh shit, we know how this is gonna go." Basically, just hard cut to Ace being like, "No, I have to go get him. He, th- these are the rules. You know, he was under me. I have to go. Uh, you know, avenge uh Thatch." And even Whitebeard's like, "Ah, maybe we should let this one go. I got a bad fucking feeling about this." And uh, eventually, he, you know, is like, "No, I'm going," and he goes. Yeah. Everyone tries to stop him, but he goes. You know, we we see some of those exploits. He goes to Alabasta. He eventually goes to uh to where he fights him and he gets beaten and taken to to here and uh that's i guess that's the end of the episode because i don't i just my last note is we're in the present again and then the next episode starts well ace is like why'd you come and save me when i disobeyed your orders and Whitebeard's just you're my son yeah the next episode 462 yeah that that conversation with whitebeard and ace i know that i don't think it's here maybe it's later where where everyone just basically like fucking changes the narrative. Ace is like, "Why did you come? Like, what you you tried to stop me? I should have listened." And everyone's like, "No, no, no, no! It was an order. No, fuck it. Shut up." <laughs> <laughs> Which is very funny. We check in with Luffy for, I think I'm confident in saying the last time for a while. Yeah, because Luffy gets like their their ship gets like stopped and pushed back by that force of that earthquake. Yeah. And they're like, oh, what the fuck was that? And uh, I think, oh, yeah. That, so everyone's like, Buggy, what are we going to do? And he's like, I don't know. I'm sure a miracle will happen. And everyone's like, oh, shit. He's so calm and cool. He's the man who's going to be king. <laughs> and they just continue to fucking myth build around this fucking fail son. <laughs> uh, Buggy is, uh, uh, this is, I love everything that's happening with Buggy. It's great. It's, it's very good. It will continue to be good. So that's, yeah, that's kind of the last time we check with Luffy for a little while. I think there's uh, two full episodes of No Luffy. (laughs) Yeah. Which is cool. I thought it was a little bit longer even, but I guess we check in with him like once an episode through these uh, past few. But uh, yeah, so back at Marineford, we see the side effect of his earthquake powers. And wouldn't you know it, a big fucking tsunami is about to completely flood uh, Marineford because he has big fucking earthquake power. It's terrifying. Uh, this is essentially when the war is beginning now. They're like, this is it. Whitebeard is going on the offensive. We're in it now. We're in it for the rest of time. The summit war has begun. Yeah. Begun, the Clone Wars have. <laughs> Around the survivors, a perimeter create. <laughs> I think that's the line. It's very funny, whatever it is. Anyways, uh, so we cut to eye catch. We cut back, and wouldn't you know it, Django and Full Body are here. <laughs> they sure are. They sure are. Full Body, we talked about recently. I don't remember why, but he was on... Uh, it might have been on the uh, the Patreon thing we recorded that then broke and will never be released. It, uh, I, we're just talking about him because uh, he came up on, like, 
a thing when we're looking through the cards, and then um, oh yeah, just talking about how that's who I thought uh, Duval was gonna be. <laughs> yeah, you thought Duval was gonna be full body because like who the fuck would care about Sanji? Yeah, and I guess <laughs> instead it's something much better. <laughs> it's much better. Did he join? Was he already in the Marines, or did he join it after that? Nope, he was in the Marines. Okay, so he's just now partnered up with Django, who did join the Marines. Yeah, after and here's the Kuro thing: got uh, his shit beat in. Django, Django is there because uh, whoever directs the anime is like, "Are you? What are you? T- what are you telling me? Why? We need more, why we can't Kazuki Yao? Yeah, yeah. Why can't Kazuki Yao be in these episodes? I'm like, yeah, oh, fuck, fine. <laughs> yeah, fuck it, fine. Django's here. <laughs> yeah, basically, he needs a consistent paycheck. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, they're here. Uh, in response to these tsunamis, Okiji shoots up and freezes them. So now. Ice is everywhere. Yeah. Uh, I, I love uh, it. I love this shit. There's a, this is a, this is something that we could probably talk about forever, but I want to, I want to pause this question to with you and people listening. Mm-hmm. So if he freezes seawater, do you think he could like secretly poison, like he could be like a CP9 secret agent and drop like seawater ice cubes that he made into the drink of a, a devil fruit bad guy pirate and then like poison them with it so he can That's subdue a them. Fucked up question. Also, yeah, I think so. <laughs> I my my question like I do wonder if it still has that power though when it's frozen because everyone seems to be fighting on it. Okay. Yeah, that's the that's the thing is like it doesn't work the same as a sea prism stone. Because otherwise, everyone would just be, like, dead on the ice. Yeah, but I do think, you know, thinking about, like, the, like if it, you know, starts to melt into the drink and go into the, the person's body, it probably would fuck them up in some way. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, we never, like, once Luffy gets out of the water, he's fine. They, they yeah. never really deal with, like, oh, man, he swallowed a bit, so he's going to be out for, like, an hour. <laughs> Great questions to be asked of Oda's world building. But uh yeah, I I I love how this turns into such a exhibition for everyone's power. Yep. <laughs> for a while. It doesn't feel like hacky everyone has to show off. It just kind of feels like how would these people like like Whitebeard has a tsunami. Okay, she can freeze it. Like just like them like yeah. cover, covering their bases for a while. And this is when, you know, everyone starts shooting. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, war now for a while. Everyone's charging onto the ice now that it's here. Uh, we cut to Smoker and Toshigi. Not like a big dramatic thing, just like, yeah, they're also here. Yep. I just, I, I want to know what Kobe and Helmeppo are doing here. <laughs> uh, I don't know their rank. Like, it seems like everyone's kind of here regardless of rank. Yeah. Uh, Co- Kobe and Helmeppo are probably like the lowest we would get, but because they're like under Garp. Yeah. They've been under Garp for a while. But yeah, so everyone's charging onto the ice. We learned Vista's name. He's a, a a large man with a sword and a mustache. Uh, Momonga is here with all the other vice admirals. Uh, if you remember him from, I don't know, two episodes in the Amazon Lily arc. And yeah, it's just a lot of fighting. There's a lot of, like, it's mm-hmm. normally when we cover episodes with a lot of combat. I, I watch this dubbed during my work day and, like, jot down notes. I have things to, to jot down. But, like, usually when we get into the combat... I don't write down a lot and I just like do I'm a little bit more productive during fight scenes uh, than I am during other like plot stuff. But this time I found myself just kind of 
engaged with the combat. Like, I don't have a lot written down. It's just, like, I kind of couldn't look away because it's so fucking good. <laughs> yeah, it's just really cool. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's just really well done. Good anime, guys. I don't know if you've heard. <laughs> I don't know. I'm mean, What episode is this? 40-something. But it is a good anime. Uh, but, yeah, so the... The ending of this episode kind of boils down to uh, Hawkeye wants to do something. Remember him? Yeah. Remember the warlords yep. are here? Yep. <laughs> it's kind, It's very easy to forget something is there when you're not looking at it, because there are so many things to look at. Uh, but the first warlord to move is Hawkeye, of all people, who, uh, according to this scene, notorious for not doing anything. <laughs> the guy who our introduction to is chasing someone onto East Blue to grief them. <laughs> it's just like yeah i want to attack whitebeard <laughs> so he gets up and he does and like a bunch of people are like oh shit his sword is like one of 12 special swords and i'm like yawn at that because i one of the least i i hate special swords it's so rote to me <laughs> i feel like if if the swords were like magic like if it had like a power yeah like if zoro got the special swords he had like three special swords and he had like a f ice sword a fire sword and a lightning sword and he could do like crazy moves because he has the super element swords that's interesting but yeah it's, like they're just really good swords <laughs> that's you, know, you raise kind of an interesting point i there's a lot of like straw hats where it's like what if they ever get a delva fruit like what if there's actually kind of a theory right now what if x person who has this fruit vaguely related to weather. What if Naomi got that? And it's like, oh, cool. That's a fun thing to think about. What if a straw hat got a devil fruit like now? Yeah. And I never, I, I was like, hmm, we know that a sword can eat a fruit. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, yeah. What if, what if that's a, what if Zora, like Zora probably never will. I think that's stupid, but I do think yeah. it'd be like it. It's, it's an idea you could bat around for a little bit, like a cat with a ball of yarn. <laughs> Zoro getting like elements tied to his swords or something or like yeah I don't know Zoro does have like cursed swords though so that's like I, that's the thing like all the stuff with Zoro just feels like so typical shonen where it's like yeah you know cursed swords what does that mean nothing really it just it's just like a qualifier so you know they're good kind and that's the thing with like the the twelve special named swords and me like Mihawk has one of them and it's like. It's fucking nothing in Naruto, too, when someone has a special sword there's only 12 of. Like, Zabuza's the first bad guy. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just, I get, I get bored of that stuff. It's the same with, like, power levels, or... I like, I like the battle logic shit that uh, Luffy gets to do all the time. Yeah. Uh, anyways. He attacks. It's fucking insane. <laughs> <laughs> he just sends... He has a full health bar, so he's able to swing the sword and shoot a laser. Absolutely. Yeah, and it goes all, all the way to Lightbeard. It's so huge, it splits the ice. <laughs> yep. And that's our cliffhanger, but 463 starts with someone blocking it. Who can block that? That was a big deal. It's Diamond Jozu, who they don't explain his power, but half of him looks like Diamond, so I can put it together. He ate the Diamond Diamond Fruit. Also... And now he can be like an impenetrable shield. <laughs> Yes, and in the theoretical arc, what if where... Pearl got that? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go on. Don't think about Pearl. What, what were you gonna say? In a theoretical arc where Straw Hats fight Whitebeard's crew, this is who Zoro fights because after three episodes, he goes, "Oh fuck, I can't cut diamonds." But what if I could? <laughs> yeah. Fuck. I just saw this clip that I. Uh, it's Owen Wilson. 
I'm pretty sure it's Royal Tenenbaums. I'm not sure. But like, there's a there's a clip going around Twitter of him being like, so we all know that Custer died at the Battle of L- Little Bighorn. But what my book suggests is maybe he didn't. <laughs> that's that's like that is Zoro deciding to win. He's like, well, what if I could cut him? And then he does. He beat uh he beat Daz Bones that way. Who, interestingly enough, I don't think he does anything in these episodes. No, I just remembered he's here. Um, there's there's so many characters in One Piece, and that the thing that scares me. I was talking about this with Andrew, but like they're definitely gonna build to something this big again. But like with all the characters that have been introduced since then, and I'm just like terrified because there's so many fucking people to to keep track of, even in just now in Marineford. Like, yeah, and this is a Marineford in which there are no straw hats. It's just Luffy. I don't know. Anyways, much to think about. Diamond Jozu is important. He's a, he's one of the cool guys in uh, yeah. Whitebeard's crew. And this is our introduction to him, is that he can block Mihawk's giant fucking attack. Great pull that this is probably would be who Zoro had to fight. <laughs> um, if not Vista, it would be one or the other. Because Vista's like their lead swordsman. Yeah. Um, but anyways, we check in on Ace's deteriorating mental health. <laughs> he's very upset, all the people who are going to uh, die or get hurt trying to save him. Uh, he blames himself for everything. Poor boy. Uh, Sengoku gives off some command, but we don't know what it is yet. Cool. We'll figure it out. Uh, Kazaru stands up and is like, mm, I think I'm going to try and kill Whitebeard. <laughs> kind of just yeah. like 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 that, pretty much. Uh, and he's, he's like, this is our light man friend, Kazaru, Admiral of the Marines. And he shoots himself over his bright light uh, and shoots some light bullets at Whitebeard. But White, what I like about Whitebeard is that he never moves. He just stands on the front yeah. of his ship and just is there. He is like not. Yep. A- and then other people protect him. Mm-hmm. Very cool. I think it says a lot without like spelling it out. And much like this example, Kazaru's attacks are blocked by. Is that a bird? What is that? Oh, oh, it's a fireman. Uh, what? Who is that? It's Marco. Marco <laughs> he... is a big fiery bird man. And this yeah. is our, our uh, reveal that there are a, another type of zone fruit we hadn't considered. Mythical zone types. So they're he even more rare than man. Logia. I, yeah, as soon as I said mythical zones, like, oh, he's a phoenix. Cool. That's how they yeah. explain why he's fire, but he's not ace. Yeah, he's he's a fire bird. And also like. He can kind of heal himself. So it's like, he's not a Logia, but like stuff kind of goes into his fire and he's fine. Yeah. He heals himself because of that. He's like specifically not a Logia. He can't like separate himself the way Ace can or Smoker can, especially as a better example. Can, can I get the like, what's, what's a mythical creature that I, I want the like Chimera fruit. Yeah. Like, or no, actually the one I was thinking of. I want the Hydra Hydra fruit. That'd be sick. Like, <laughs> grow like multiple heads. Can you that I feel like it would be pretty unwieldy eventually. <laughs> I don't know. If I, I could just be like Zoro and have like a bunch of swords in my mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> could have like 12 swords instead of 3. He he is able to uh like kick Kizaru. Like he can actually like make contact. Yeah. And just go through him. That's true. He he can kick him much like Rayleigh could. Mm-hmm. Um, it's cool that people are that strong. It's fucked up because Luffy's not there yet. <laughs> but nope. uh, people are that strong. Uh, so yeah, so they fight a little bit, and then Kazari is just like, "Well, I'm gonna, I can't deal with this." 
uh, and leaves. And he tells the giants to like watch the sky, <laughs> which is like kind of terrifying. Like, hey, you guys haven't done anything yet, but you can reach the Phoenix Man. So just keep an eye on that. Something I like about the giants is that there's nine men who all have like distinct features that are like, oh, a giant. They're going to have like an exaggerated feature. And then there's just a large woman. Yes. <laughs> Correct. Uh, yeah, I think the giants are, are mostly nondescript in this. Yeah. We'll see a little bit more of them later when they have someone their size to fight. But uh, for now, they're kind of just like standing around. So the next thing that happens is Jozu uh, decides to just throw a huge chunk of ice at every, like at the Marines. Yeah. Just a huge, like, he just punches the ground and lifts up a chunk of ice, like, I don't know, the size of a boat, and throws it. Cool. You can do that. These people are that strong. Yeah. <laughs> and another terrifying response is, like, the Marines can handle it. Because, like, the last Admiral, who we haven't seen attack yet, we haven't seen anything of, of Akainu, really. But um, nope. he stands up and is like, can't believe those other Admirals left their post. At least I'm still here. And he punches back this giant ice chunk with his magma powers. It's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, he's just, he's got a lava fruit. <laughs> yeah. And he has his giant lava fist and punches the ice back. And it flies back and like kind of melts and turns into like magma falling back towards Whitebeard, who basically just like catches it on his spear. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I guess this rock is mine now. Cool. <laughs> He's going to use it like when uh, Enel melded, melded that brass to Luffy's arm. Mm-hmm. So he's going to he's just going to have a big old ball to send someone to the moon. That'd be very funny. <laughs> These are that's the thing. This is like scales that would like com like be kind of unstoppable for what we're used to. And they're just like trading off blows like it's nothing. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucked up. Um, I'm sure everything will go great. And uh, we get another montage of uh, people continuing to fight, time passing, uh, and Kobe is having a panic attack. Understandably. Yeah. He's in way over his head. Yeah, he he's just even, a boy. It's not even like his, his idea to be here. He just has to because of his job. Yeah, he's like, ah, oh, man, I want to be a strong Marine. I want to be an admiral. I want to catch up with Luffy. And, like, suddenly, like, every powerful pirate and Marine is just, like, trading off island-destroying blows like tennis. Yeah. And he's uh, reasonably flipping his shit. Uh, Helmuppo says, we should just run away. We should just run away now. And Kobe's like, but, but, but I, I'm supposed to be strong. I'm, I want to be like, I want to catch up to Luffy. Wait a minute, what's that? Do you hear that? <laughs> so, <laughs> I saw the flag when the ships were arriving. It said Oars 2. Yeah. And uh, that's for, terrifying already. You the, texted the me like in the first episode two. that there was like a, sh yeah. like a flag that was like, Oars? What? What does that mean? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all remember Ors? He was the dad. He was a zombie. They put Luffy as shadow in him. It's Ors. Yep. They put Luffy in him. And uh, it's little Ors Junior, who we can assume is his son, probably. I mean, I don't really <laughs> want to think about how Ors would procreate at all. But yes, he looks <laughs> like Ors and is called Ors Junior. And he is little Ors Jr. That is an important thing because he is not little and they think they're very funny for calling him that. It is very funny. I don't know what you're talking about. It's very funny and that they call him litter because he's big. 
and because because he does not understand any other idea on how to become more powerful, Moria goes, we need to kill him so we can put Luffy's shadow in there. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> he, he he immediately like uh is like, oh shit, there's another Oars. I didn't know he had a descendant. I could have another zombie. I have another chance. And then like later when Luffy does show up, he's like, oh shit, everything's right in front of me. <laughs> but uh yeah, for now he's just like, gotta kill that man. I gotta get that. Gotta get that zombo. Uh, so now, now he's fucking paying attention. Uh, and now, yeah, Moria has his goal. That's the end of the episode. Uh, 464, the giants are like, shit, I guess we gotta deal with Ors now. Yep. The thing is that Ors, Ors Jr., much like Ors Sr., uh, is like bigger than giants. <laughs> Don't really know what the fuck is up with this dude. He, he's a giant. He's just bigger than giants. He's like also, the he white beard like of giants. <laughs> he, he also just looks like a demon. Like, yeah. That's the other thing. He does not look human at all. No. His voice is interesting because, like, it's so clear that, like, the original... The, like, Orge's voice is Luffy but fucked up. So they had to, like, yeah. keep that <laughs> affectation but recast. It's strange. Yeah. Um, especially <laughs> in the dub. I don't remember what it sounds like uh, in Japanese, but... I imagine it's about the same. Yeah. Just a big guy. Basically, yeah. <laughs> uh, so the giants are coming uh, to, to cut off Oris Jr. Uh, is another montage of, like, fighting. Kobe is fucked up. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Lil Oris, Lil Oris Jr. Uh, fucks some giants up pretty bad. We learned that Vice Admiral LaCroix was defeated. Yeah, how, how does... Does that how does that feel knowing that you you live uh in the state where Lacroix is made? Do I? Yeah, uh, the same company that makes Fago makes Lacroix. I that makes sense. That kind of makes sense. That would be the same company. I was gonna say like <laughs> I don't know. Is this all soda made here? <laughs> Pretty close. Because I that's the thing. Like that's another thing that I know Michigan is known for is the Fago shit. But uh, yeah, no, I was fine. I don't care. <laughs> I am nonplussed by Lacroix. Yeah. By Lacroix. Oh. It's uh, it's by the the parent company because they also make Shasta. Uh, I don't recognize the rest of these. There's Fago, but it's by the National Beverage Corp. <laughs> what an inspired name! <laughs> That's great. I well, thank you for telling me this. Now I didn't know this. <laughs> I have this knowledge that I'll carry with me. <laughs> All that being said, the vice admiral has that name in his dead, or I guess defeated. Yep. I don't know. I just wrote down that the name was funny. Yep. <laughs> uh, and now Hancock gets to do some shit. Oh, I liked this. This is fun. Her, yeah, her, her fighting sequences. I, it doesn't have like any weight behind it. It's not like she's particularly fighting anyone specific or. No, uh, that's the thing. Is like she just like I'm she, gonna. I want to beat up some men. Yeah, I want to fight men, <laughs> and she does. And then someone's like, "What are you doing? You're attacking the Marines." She's like. I, I agreed to fight Whitebeard. I didn't say I was on your guys' team. <laughs> yeah, it's like, and, she's like, I didn't say anything about collateral damage. My favorite line. It's so good. It, the line is <laughs> so good. She says, all men are the same, except for him. Yeah, yeah, she's like, <laughs> Obviously him meaning Luffy. Yeah, she's like, all men are useless. Well, except for one. <laughs> and it's so good. She kicks ass. I wish she would kill me. Uh, and yeah, all, yeah, all men are equally worthless is what I wrote down. <laughs> yeah. So Ors is 
you know, chug a lugging through. Keep chugling, buddy. Um, oh no! Oh no, Kuma! Kuma decides to do something. He just starts to compress some air while, uh, Ors is, chug- like, chugling through. And Ace is like, oh no. <laughs> oh no. Ors- Ors just walks forward. He doesn't seem to think very hard about anything. Uh, additionally, Ace is like, Ors, no, you should go back. You are such an easy target. You are the biggest man, period. Uh, Kuma makes this fucking bomb. We know exactly how it works. Yeah, we, don't, we don't need to re-explain. <laughs> uh, and he sends his little compressed air bomb off to Ors, and he is just so fucked up immediately. Like, it, Kuma... Kuma doesn't do much, but he can one-hit kill Ors Jr. Yeah, that's terrifying. It is. Scary man, Kuma. And Ors, like, you know, takes a shit ton of damage, falls down, uh, his hat falls off, and we get some tragic flashbacks to his hat, how he got his hat, and how important it was to him. Um, it's a little stupid, but it's fu- I like it, though. I, I like it. He's a simple man. Yeah, it's yeah, it's thing. It's it's like silly and goofy, but it's played really sincere. Which is like, yeah, yeah like you know, Ace was a friend to him, made him a hat, and it completely bettered his life. And he was always indebted to that time. Ace was really nice to him. Yeah, like uh, he was like, what what you doing? He's like, it's not hot anymore. I'm not wet. I'm not cold now. Yeah. <laughs> He's the, just like so happy about it. The snow doesn't get on my head because now I have this nice hat. Yeah, it's very nice. Oh uh, yeah, we get a basically a flashback where Ace is just like sitting next to Oris Jr. is like, isn't it hotter up there, closer to the sun? Which is like kind of <laughs> not true, but <laughs> kind of not how the atmosphere works at all. But uh he's like, Yeah, okay, so I'm gonna make you this big big hat. And uh, he says that he learned how to make that type of hat in the Wano Kingdom. Because of course he does. And uh, so we know that Ace has been there. And uh, yeah, so we get all these flashbacks of Ors Jr. being like, man, my life is so much better thanks to this hat. <laughs> Fucking I also love this hat. I like the, the crew saying, yeah, he, the, it burned a couple times when, he was, when we were making the hat because a uh, man with fire shouldn't use like straw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he does it. Yeah, so it's very tragic, this man that we just met. Um, is dying immediately, and he's like, I'm determined to at least take out a warlord on my way down, and, um, oh man, he probably shouldn't have picked Doflamingo, <laughs> uh, because he's like, oh, and then cuts off his foot. <laughs> How? I don't know, but he does it. He just fucking, <sighs> he just like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take out a warlord, I'm gonna punch Doflamingo, Doflamingo's like, no you're not, lol, and then like floats above his head. Somehow, just flying through the sky, and then removes his foot. Just cuts it off, somehow. Don't really see it happen. Doflamingo's kind of still terrifying at this point. And, I mean, kind of always is, but still. So he does that, and... Or is like, shit, fuck, I guess I'll do nothing. And, like, falls into the plaza. And, uh, his, his like, he reaches out to Ace... With his dying gas- gasping breath, and uh, Mori's just like, I guess I should just kill him. And then he does. Yeah. He just fucking kills him, and like, I guess it's like a three hander between the warlords because Kuma fucks him up. Doflamingo stops him from walking by cutting his foot off, and then Moria finishes him off. 
But I mean, he was gonna die anyway. <laughs> yeah. It's uh. How do you feel about the tragic life of Ors Jr. that we have seen over two episodes? You know, uh, it, it feels bad. They introduce a big, big, strong guy, and we see why he he wants to save Ace because Ace made his life uh better, and then he he dies. <laughs> it's fucked up. It's fucked up. Like I'm invested that quickly into Ors Jr. Also, we don't see like death happen much. <laughs> no, no, we really don't. People are throwing their lives at the Marines to save Ace. There's probably going to be some casualties, but uh, Ors Jr. is a bummer. So, uh, 465 starts, Ors dies some more, um, just kind of extends that sequence out a little bit. Now we see someone trying to attack Whitebeard again, and one of my favorite sequences in these episodes of, like, a giant attacking Whitebeard, and he, like, blocks it with his arm, and, like, without moving, really, just with one arm, like, blocks the attack, grabs his head, puts it against the ground, and then, like, uses his earthquake power just directly on the man's head. And, like, I guess kills him. I don't know. I don't know what it would be like to receive an earthquake to the face. But Whitebeard does it without really moving. He's just like, I'm getting revenge for Ors now. And just like, I'm going to kill a giant with, like, just a single limb unmoving. And he does. It, like, it, it was the giant that has, like, a helmet on. So, like, the helmet shatters. And you see his, like, bloodied face. How do you feel about how fucking strong Whitebeard is showing up to be? Uh... It's uh, it's it's scarier than I could have imagined. There's that much. That's true. Because when I tell you, oh yeah, he's strong. Like, well, that could mean anything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a he's a he's an emperor. He's a big man. Uh, he's strong. But then, like, you see it in action, and it's just like devastating how they depict it. Yep. Well, surely this will only continue to escalate. Then, right? Uh, the plot continues to advance as Kobe tries to run away. Mm-hmm. And he sees Aka Inu murder someone for trying to yeah. run away. What the fuck? He just melts him. He melts <laughs> him. He turns into a fucking slugma. How, why is why is this one we've seen the least amount of the scariest admiral? That's probably exactly why. <laughs> yeah, he is. Like, he is uh... terrifying. I don't. I mean, like, <laughs> if he did interact with the Straw Hats, it would have gone probably worse than either of the other two. Like, Kazaru was going to kill them. He's just aloof, and they happen to only live because of Kuma. And Okiji has his own weird morals the way that Smoker does, so they were fine. <laughs> but, like, Akainu would have just, like, killed him instantly. <laughs> He's scary. He, he would have killed them, and then he would have killed everyone uh, related to them. He would have killed all them and been like, oh, yeah. Zoro had two friends, and he just would have gone and melted Johnny and Osaku. <laughs> then, he would, then he would have gone to Drum Island and just, like, melted the castle. Uh-huh, and, like, yeah. <laughs> Guess I'm gonna have to go melt Dragon now. That's gonna be difficult. <laughs> um, yeah. Scary fucked up. So, yeah, they... Kobe and Helmeppo, like, over, like, eavesdrop on this happening, basically. They also, uh, This is also where they overhear that their operation is ready. Whatever it is. We don't learn yet. Uh, Garp, we, we're going to cut to him and see him have another baby ace flashback. Not significant, really. Just him being sad uh, about the thing that he is not unchanging. And uh, we see a random hot pirate lady, whose name I did not catch, uh, bust open a wall into the plaza. Oh, I like her. She's cool. She's very traditional pirate. Yeah. She's a uh, Whitey Bay. 
ah, hell of a name, I guess. <laughs> her outfit and the fact that it like she broke through ice with her boat was just like shit. I should play Skies of Arcadia like now. <laughs> Very good. Game. I love I love her use of co- the use of colors with her. Yeah, Very yeah, nice. she's great. Insignificant, but great. Uh, at least in the terms <laughs> of like I don't. She'll probably show up again. <laughs> anyway, so so now we see Doflamingo do some more shit. Someone's trying to attack him and. Like a marine, and he like mm-hmm. basically stops him, and then that marine starts to kill other marines, and he's like, "I'm not doing this. I'm not in control of my body." And Doflamingo's yeah. just like, "Ho ho ho!" <laughs> he's a funny man, Doflamingo. He's a scary man. He's a bad man. Yeah, he goes on this speech here about how like, oh, what's right and wrong is just a matter of perspective of who is in power. History is written by that who wins. This is a turning point in history. Everything that's right in the future. Will be decided today! As he's like murdering Marines with a nether Marine's body. Yeah. Like a fucking evil mannequin. Or, uh. And what's the. Marionette is the word I'm looking for. Yeah. The only reason he's on, uh, their side is because he's like, oh, the Marines are probably gonna beat Whitebeard, so I should be on their team. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what it comes across to me with him doing that. It's like, I could be on Whitebeard's side, but I think this one has a better advantage. I think. It almost feels like he doesn't really care who wins. Like, he's like, yeah, you know, I'm not really going to try that hard to stop Whitebeard. It feels like he's just, like, doing his job to keep Warlord status. Yeah, <laughs> that too. Because he's uh, getting away with shit the way Crocodile could not. <laughs> well, he, he, see, Crocodile has too, had too much, like, too big of an idea. He needs to, like. Did he? He needs to have a smaller one. I think owning a country, I think, is probably too big of what you're doing. And from what we can see, is Doflamingo's just doing illegal things that are mm-hmm. bad. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to. It's uh, we'll 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 deal with Doflamingo a little more later. I think Crocodile's flaw was uh, running into Luffy. <laughs> Hi everyone, I'm Andrew. Hi, I'm Martin. This is the Argonauts podcast. Each week, I'm going to try and solve an old defunct ARG, and Marn's going to tell me what I should have done instead. That's true. Marn, what ARGs have we covered so far? So far, we have covered Spectacular Organic Frog Fractions 2, Sexy Girl Max 2019, and this is my Milwaukee. And that list is only going to continue to grow. Yep. Come check us out every other Thursday on the Orange Groves Network. And you can find us at argonautspod.com. Oh, yeah, so more Doflamingo shit. Uh, yeah, so he gives that speech. We have a quick cutaway where, like, someone attacks old lady Saru, and then she just, like, turns them into laundry. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember I, this at all. I, I like her because it was, like, a, two or three episodes earlier, I think his other vice admiral was like, you can go back. Don't worry. You're old. We don't, we don't want to. You don't need yeah, to have that extra stress. And yeah. she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, she, <laughs> don't patronize me. Like, she's a very big deal in the Marines. For some reason. And yeah, she she has the, the laundry fruit. I, I guess. guess. I don't know. But yeah, she yeah she puts some people over a fucking uh, clothing line. 
And uh, that's it. We just like leave. Like we don't see her do anything else. Um, she sends out a message actually that we don't hear yet. Uh, I think that's more of the like operation that we'll learn about later. And someone, I don't remember who says this, but someone calls to Goku Buddha and Goku. Don't remember why, or like I I know why, but I don't remember when or who says it. But I wrote it down. There's another baby Ace flashback, and uh, now Garp goes up to the platform and sits down next to Ace. I don't know what he's accomplishing by sitting next to him. He just feels bad for the thing that he's going he feels to. feels bad. <laughs> but he's not doing anything about it. He's like, yeah, I feel bad. You're going to be executed, and you're like my grandson. But, like, shouldn't have been a pirate. I tried to tell you. I'm not going to stop it. I love you. I feel bad. But that is, them's the breaks, I guess. Uh, so fuck Garp. <laughs> Uh, so much so that we get a flashback, uh, to him beating up some children. <laughs> he's just in the, in the past with two kids, and he's like, all right, Ace, I want you to be a Marine. He's like, no, I'm gonna be a pirate. <laughs> yeah. So he punches him. Yeah, uh, he's sad that Ace turned into a pirate, but not a good enough guy to stop <laughs> his execution in any way. Uh, so we learned that the operation is actually to execute Ace sooner. They're just moving up the schedule so that way he dies. Yeah. And that should stop. Th- well, they think it will stop things. I-, I imagine it would make them worse, but. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Ace would be killed. Whitebeard would go, oh, back it up. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, like, I think he- the thing is, like, right now, Whitebeard is not doing anything himself. I I yeah. I would be like you know if I were the Marines in this situation, executing Ace early would just guarantee more Marines dead. Like Whitebeard would just start doing shit himself, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. probably personally to whoever does the execution, and then to the Goku. Uh, anyways, that's that's the plan. It's uh scary to to know that like you know the the timer would be even further on. Uh, Luffy's not even here yet, and uh, oh wait a minute. Hold on. What's that up? Hold on. What's that falling? There's something falling from the sky. Is it a boat? We see glimpses of uh, figures falling from the sky. Is it a hook hand? Is that a... Is that a purple afro? Is that a three? And then Ace is looking up and he recognizes a straw hat. And everyone's like, what the fuck is this? Understandably. Yeah. Uh, and that's the cliffhanger. And the next episode is like, now, if you want to know what the fuck this is, let's go back a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, I think, a very funny, good way to do it. It has to be like uh, the the shot of all of them falling from the sky. That has to be like a full two page spread in the manga. And like they've sold tons of posters and stuff. Because I think this is one of the few times they've just shown like exactly what's happening in the same angle and everything from the opening yes. and then into the show. Yeah, it's it's in the previous opening and now it's yeah. just directly in the show. Yeah, I remember posting about this on the Discord too being like, I wonder if Jory expects that to be literally what happens or if it's just a artistic representation of them coming to Marineford. <laughs> because then it just literally happens. They fall from the fucking sky. Yeah. <laughs> like, I thought it was a uh... I just thought it was just like, here's a cool way to show all the people that Luffy's teaming up with. Yeah, that's what it feels like. 
And and then like that opening goes away before we see it happen as well. In fact, the the opening we have now shows all the ice before we see it frozen. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. You know, my brain doesn't register any of this stuff until it does happen. Too. <laughs> like the opening has Ors Jr. My brain just goes, "That's the demon guy, cool." <laughs> and then Ors Jr.'s there. I was like, "Oh fuck!" Oh <laughs> fuck, right Ors Jr. I didn't even see him in the opening. I. It's very quick. Yeah, but also all the straw hats are in the opening. They're not fucking yeah. Here, so yeah, but I don't think can't we forget s- they're in the show. I don't think we see them together though. No. Uh, which is, I think, yeah, I think I like, I think I talked about that last time where it's like, yeah, I like this opening shows them, but like clearly like not at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> and it focuses on what's happening at Marineford and not like, here's a bunch of straw hats together being friends, which was happening for like a while. <laughs> yeah. That was what the last opening was, was just a bunch of animated, like single page illustrations yeah. and stuff. They're friends. <laughs> and then you go to the show and it's like, yep. they're separated. <laughs> they're never going to see each other ever again. Yeah. Uh, scary. I, I wonder like, uh, imagine like reading, reading manga when this comes out, everyone's talking about there's something from the sky. Most people like, I, 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 I don't think, I didn't think it was, but there's probably some people like, Oh fuck! Is like sky people back in this? <laughs> like, is there a sky warlord, or, like a sky emperor we don't know about? Yeah, coming to help. I there's a great joke I would love to make that I can't because you are not gonna know what I'm talking about until like three years. Oh hell yeah! But just maybe that's enough that people listening caught up will know. If not, I'll just post it in the Discord. But um, anyways, <laughs> just know that I'm very funny. Anyways. We we do have to rewind the clock a little bit to see what the fuck happened. And wouldn't you know it, they caught up in that they got caught up in that tsunami, like this and or a tsunami rather. Uh, after they got pushed back, and Jinbei's like, "We can ride it. I'm really good at helming this boat. We can't do anything else but just capsize us. I'm gonna ride this fucking wave. I'm gonna surf the turf, and." It's like, well, we know what's going to happen to this water, right? We do. It gets frozen. <laughs> so then they're stuck on top of this frozen wave really high up. I mean, everyone kind of reacts. They have their stupid ideas of how to get out of it. The snail uh, delivers the same order that we already know about of executing Ace early. And they're like, shit, we have to move now. We have to get with... I, I think it's Luffy's idea of like, if we break it out of the ice, we can slide down it. And then we'll get to Marineford faster on that with that speed. <laughs> and they're all like, okay, we got to, we got to attack the ice now and break us out. Oh shit. We attacked the wrong way. We're just <laughs> falling now. The, the thing I, I liked with this too is uh buggy. Like was like, we can't do that. And Luffy gives like, he starts saying, yeah, we, we got to do it. We have to go do it. And Buggy's just, I suddenly feel like we can now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, that, that's the power of Luffy. You can make friends with anyone. Is that his true? Is that, is that proof that he's had hockey all along? Is that he can make anyone his friend with his, with his hockey? I don't, everyone's just like drawn to him. I don't think that's a <laughs> hockey power. I think that's just the power of like, like, I think that's really what it boils down to. Like, Luffy's a lot like that Roger guy. It's just like, so like all of his points are in charisma. There's something special about him that even Bucky's like, shit. I mean, 
I am affected by his words. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so they attack the ice. It doesn't exactly work the way they intended it, and they fall from the sky. No. No. Yeah. <laughs> and then they fall right into the water. Yeah, they conveniently <laughs> fall where Jozu lifted the ice from. So, like... He happened to make them a spot they could land in that doesn't flatten them when they hit ice. It <laughs> doesn't kill them, yeah. Well, Luffy's like, oh, I made a rubber when I hit the ground, I'll be fine. Yeah, which is <laughs> kind of the opposite, where he lands in the water and Jinbei has to save him. Yeah. He has some line. Like, <laughs> he just says it's, it's, it's annoying that <laughs> Devil Fruit users are so weak to the water. Yeah, what's the point of having this power if you can't even fucking swim? But, uh, yeah, so that's that catches us back up. Uh, Luffy wakes up and is like, oh shit, I'm here. I gotta find my brother. And like runs, punches some Marines. He gets up to where he can see Ace and he yells his name. He shouts. And Ace shouts back. And, uh, everyone's like, oh shit, Luffy is here now. And, uh, everyone's just kind of reacting to all of these people being here now. Like, oh shit, Crocodile and Jinbei, two former warlords are here now. A uh, big wig from the Revolution Army is here. Luffy's here. Uh, what the fuck does the, they fell from the sky? <laughs> and Garp, we cut to Garp, who's like that ragtag group of people. There's no way they're on a united front. There's like, <laughs> there's no way they collectively have one goal. And uh, like clockwork, or dare I say, crockwork. <laughs> Crocodile uh, goes to try and kill Whitebeard. And I love this sequence. I th- Yeah, this is really cool. So cool of, like, <laughs> Luffy going second gear and, like, stopping Crocodile's attack. And, like, yep. just, like, one quick cut, you see that he's, like, dripping water. So he's just, like, he knows what he's doing. He, yeah, he knows what, what to do. He remembers. Crocodile goes, oh, fuck, he knows how to beat me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, like, he tries to attack Whitebeard. Luffy stops it. Then, then, like, two other people step up on Crocodile from the from Whitebeard's crew. And, like, I love this sequence. Uh, and Luffy just being like, this guy is Ace's friend, so don't fuck with him. Yeah. And, like, other Whitebeard pirates are like, oh, shit, I guess this friend's on the family. <laughs> Whitebeard, like, sees the straw hats and he's like, oh, yeah, that's what Shanks was talking about. Yeah. And he lost his arm. Yeah. I, I remember the subs are like, I bet my arm on a new generation. But, like, in the flashback... Yes. Shanks is like, because uh, they, they flash back to where Shanks says that to Whitebeard. He's like, I lost it on a boy. <laughs> and it's like mm. a little weaker, uh, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't hold as much strength. Like a new generation is like, it's. There is significance Luffy, also, in letting that, Luffy be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rather than like, oh, you know, one kid. Is a, yeah. a, a kid, you know, a boy. But yeah, so Whitebeard recognizes it. I don't remember what he says. He says something to Luffy. Because Luffy tells uh, him to shut up. <laughs> yeah, it's basically like Whitebeard's like, you know, there's no way you could save Ace, you're gonna die. And Luffy's like, no, I'm not, no. He's like, I'm shut up! You don't even know me! Yeah. I'm gonna be king yeah. of the pirates, and if you want to be king of the pirates, <laughs> you have to go through me, you old fuck! <laughs> and Whitebeard's just, he, he finds it fun. Like, yeah. he's just like, wow, well, we better team up. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, alright, well, we have the same goal then. <laughs> to save <Yeah>. Ace. <laughs> But in ev- like everyone's in horror that Luffy's just talking to Whitebeard like this. He has no Someone fear. Who's at least twice his size. Yeah, too. Like, I would, more than twice. In my, I would say, uh, he's a big fucking guy. Uh, but yeah, like Ivankov's like, oh shit, he's just like his dad. He doesn't fear anything. 
because just telling Whitebeard to shove it. Uh, like and like Whitebeard like spins his giant staff and like slams it down, and it's just like this kid's all right. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that's that's probably one of my favorite scenes of just like Luffy finally interacting with Whitebeard, and this is how it goes. Like he's he's stopping Crocodile and then saying, "Hey, Whitebeard, I'm here to save Ace," and he's like, "Hey, Luffy, these guys might fuck you up. Like this is a lot of shit happening right here." And Luffy's like. Fuck you, old man! I'm saving it's, my brother! It's really interesting, too, because, um... When... I can't remember when they introduced Whitebeard. I, uh, I think it might have been when Luffy first got his bounty, and then they just showed, like, Whitebeard's, like, ship. Like... Maybe? Getting a, a bounty poster. Uh, I don't... Let me... I mean, I'm kind of... I could probably find it out on the wiki. Yeah, you should probably do it because it's uh, probably like uh, sport. Yeah, I, I absolutely it's a danger zone. You absolutely should every, not look at the every ca- page. Character pages are danger zones on the wiki for me. Absolutely. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah. So his first reveal in silhouette was episode ninety-five, uh, okay. which is where Luffy is hanging out with Ace in Alabasta. So it's okay, so he's yeah. first mentioned when Ace is like, "Yeah, it's my dad." You know, my 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 old yeah. man Whitebeard. I'm gonna make him king. And uh, his first uh, reveal, uh, not in silhouette, is a little bit later, where uh, Luffy's fighting Bellamy. So I don't. Oh shit! So uh, it's probably I think it's the the world government talking because the second half of this episode is them being like, Luffy's a big deal. We need to respond to that. He took that. He took down a warlord. We have to replace that warlord and like pay attention to Luffy. So I'm assuming they just talk about... Oh, hold on, let me, let me just read this from the wiki. Somewhere in the seas, a captain receives a letter from Shanks. His men insult the messenger. His name's Rockstar. He's a newcomer to the Red Hair Pirates whose bounty is like 94 million. Probably doesn't matter, but the fact that like someone with that high of a bounty is like, who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah. uh, but the, in- the intended recipient of that message, Whitebeard, rips up the letter. Uh, so the first time we see him is like ignoring a message from Shanks. Yeah, I remember that. And that's probably Shanks being like, Blackbeard and Ace are going to meet and it's going to be bad. Yeah, you need to, ri- you need to ring in Ace. Because that's the thing, everyone seems to care so much about Ace. Where they're like, don't let him handle Blackbeard alone. And, uh, I mean, we see how that fucking went. So. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And that was, yeah, Ace. And meanwhile, Luffy's like, beating up Bellamy and wanting to go to the sky. <laughs> yeah. We just met Blackbeard. This is, uh... Good. Yeah, they, they just make... They make Whitebeard out to be this big, scary, like, bad guy, final boss guy. And then he's just teaming up with Luffy now. <laughs> yeah, teaming up is even, like, a stretch. Uh, did I mention that his height is 666 centimeters? <laughs> Hell yeah. It's extremely cool. Um, yeah, I'm just reading things about Whitebeard that I can't talk about. Anyways. Yeah. So where were we? Yeah, so that episode, yeah, that episode ends there. Very cool interaction between them. Whitebeard's almost 22 feet tall! <laughs> 21.85 feet tall. Should have been a baller. <laughs> uh, anyways, we have one more episode to talk about. Yeah! Luffy versus the world. Uh, essentially, because now that he's like, you know, he, he, he's here. And he's like, I know where Ace is. I'm going to go get him. So he starts 
Oh, he actually. All right. The first thing I wrote down is that uh, I think how Meppo's like. Yeah, they. So a lot of people are like seeing Luffy doing this and being like, "Holy shit, what the fuck is up with That's this kid?" Luffy. That's Luffy. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Hamapa's like, "He's such. Why is he so stupid to act that way to Whitebeard?" And I think it's Kobe who's like, "He's not stupid. He's Luffy. That's just who he is." And uh, Luffy tells Whitebeard that they're moving up to execution. I think it's kind of insane that that's where he gets that information from. And uh, he's like, well, I guess I'm glad I met you, kid. Yeah, well, the thing that Whitebeard says after he finds out the information when he's talking to Marco is he's like, yeah, I'm not surprised that that's, that's their plan. Yeah, like, but, yeah. Marco tells him a little bit later and he's like, yeah, they, I think they might want me to know that. So we act rashly. Yeah. <laughs> Which, of course, Whitebeard is still not moving. But Luffy is. Luffy, yep. Luffy <laughs> charges ahead. And uh, Josie was like, all right, yeah, let's follow this kid. Uh, and uh, so does Jinbei and Ivankov and some other fucking NPCs. Kazaru is like, well, time to finish what I started in Saba Odi. And uh, Luffy's not really getting out of the way of his attack, but Ivankov death winks him out of the way. <laughs> Thankfully. Yeah, and I- Ivankov <laughs> even admits, like, I'm really only here to protect you, Luffy. Like, I, I am here... Because I care too I much of I, I I care too much about your dad. Ivankov's cool. Yep. And uh, they are now attacked by Kuma. Uh. And it's interesting too this this converse, this conversation that is one sided. But Ivankov says some stuff about Kuma. It sure does. How do you feel about that? So uh, we could we could probably talk about this for an hour, but immediately uh-huh. he recognizes Kuma and gives me some ideas there. Yeah, how do you feel about that? They've known each other for so long. Yeah, they go way back, Ivankov and Kuma. Uh, so, we don't know if Kuma knew what he was doing, and this makes you think he definitely does, and he definitely knew who Luffy was. Maybe, but also, and this is what he's doing now. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the, like Kuma is such a big question mark, and there's more things I could say that I can't. Uh, but, like, I think I talked to Andrew about this maybe off mic, but... Yeah, it's interesting because, like, we know so little about the Keyblade War, about Kuma. And he shows up at Thriller Bark, has his interactions of, like, seeing that crew in action. And then, come Saba Odi, he splits them all up. And they all land safely, but separated. And now, he is here, and fucking up Ivankov, who I guess he's friends with. And, like, I don't know, what do we know about Ivankov? He is... In the Revolutionary Army, which is where Luffy's dad is. So, like, yeah, I don't know, we have a bunch of questions. You're right, we probably could talk about it for a long time. Um, and it would be difficult, <laughs> because I know more information than you. Oh, no. But, uh, we don't get much more of them interacting in this episode. It's just, like, like Ivankov says that shit, and then, like, we go back to what Luffy's doing. Um, which is to say, uh, he's playing a little boss rush. He's at the end of Mega Man 3. He's like fighting all the old bad guys. <laughs> yep. And uh, uh including <laughs> we start with fucking full body and Django. And you know exactly what's gonna happen here. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's 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 perfect setup and knockdown too. <laughs> yeah, because we don't Django has his hypnotizing thing, he's like, I joined the Marines and got stronger. And, and you're like, well, he's two now. He's just gonna fucking fall asleep again, and that's exactly what happens. <laughs> yeah. Luffy, like, looks away at the right time. Yeah, because an explosion distracts him. Yeah. So, but Luffy is, like, following along, and I'm like, no, Luffy, no, we don't work on you. 
you know, all the stupid, like, emotion, like, mind shit that shouldn't work on someone as strong as he does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, like, he would fall asleep if he just didn't look away at the right time. But then Django falls asleep, yeah. uh, which is still very funny. And then Hina comes in. This weird lady who shows up, like, once every 400 episodes. <laughs> the the pink-haired mommy from Alabama. Yeah. She, uh, yeah, she's fun. She has her weird cage powers. And uh, I always forget she's in Alabasta because it's, like, so many other interesting things happen in Alabasta. Why the fuck does Hina matter? It's at the end when they're, like, trying to escape, and she's the one who gets tricked by uh, Bon Clay. Yeah, and uh, she uses her cage power to try and uh, capture Luffy, but he just goes second gear and leaves. <laughs> uh, in the I don't know what she says in the subs, but... In the dub, she says, like, after he runs away, she says, Hina failed, like, in the third person. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> it wasn't, I don't think she said anything weird like that. That is insane. I don't know. Like, maybe it's just a dub decision that she says her name in the third person uh, I think and it's failed. A, it's probably like a, a lip flap thing. Like, they're like, what, what can we, how can we translate this to English and match the lip flaps? Maybe. One of those, like, weird decisions you have to make so you don't have to have, like, extra animation. Yeah, I don't know. But she says it. It seems like a weird character choice. And uh, after that, we see our old buddy Squard. Remember Squard? What a name. Remember Squard? Sure do. He's a... That's that's a name. Yeah, I tweeted Suicide <laughs> Squad earlier today. <laughs> it's up, man. Uh, it's very funny. Um, yeah, so he's approached by someone. And that's it. That's the end of that scene. So that's just like, you know, yep. one fear, to, or one of many fears to have going forward. Uh, but now, uh, Moria's like, all right, time to fucking send zombies at Luffy, because that worked so well the first time. <laughs> uh, so he's he's summoning some zombies, which I, I it, they're like coming from under the ground, which is like weird. But it like also kind of implies that like he's just throwing shadows on these Marines as they die. I, I was seeing it as, there's just buried marines here. Like, I there's guess just dead so. marines under, underground. <laughs> I can't really think too hard about it, because like, I think it implied that, like, he needed, uh, his power is so kind of weird in this way, that, like, he needed Hogback to prepare bodies for him. But, yeah. but maybe now he's just like, maybe he didn't have to do that, it was just better that way. That way he could get, like, the most out of the bodies. Yeah, now he's just like, I don't know, fuck it. I'm going to throw some shadow and some, some corpses. Because uh, Hawkback's not here. But um, anyways, he has some zombies rise up. Uh, and Ace yells at Luffy like, hey, fuck off. Like, it's embarrassing that you would have to come save me, a weakling like you. Obviously, he's just putting on a front because he doesn't want his uh, little bro to get hurt. And uh, Luffy's like, I don't care what you say to me because I'm your brother. And now everyone's like, what the fuck? What the <laughs> fuck? Wait, this kid, yeah. the kid of Gold Roger has a brother? Yeah. <laughs> and everyone's like, the fucking math is appearing on their screen where it's like, but, 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 but he, she, she had and, to hold a baby for 20 months to hold yeah. him? What? And Sengoku's like, no, 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 no he's no. not, nope, nope, uh-uh, damage control, damage control, he's dragon son, they grew up together, nope. And, and then, but then there's, like, the, the unexpected backflash of, like, dragon has a kid? <laughs> and I, I love it, and, it's, it's incredible payoff. It's, and then the Smoker's like, oh, fuck, that's why dragon was in Logdown. Yeah, yeah, it's very funny that, like, Smoker's like, 
ah, that answers that question from whatever episode that was. <laughs> sure. And something, something I, I, I always think whenever they show stuff from that early, Luffy looked like a child. He doesn't look like a child anymore. No. Like, it, same with Nami. Luffy and Nami, mm-hmm. Zoro kind of, and Sanji too. Like, they all looked younger which they definitely were like yeah they've definitely been at this for at least a year it's, it's right unclear like all the how much time has passed but like art style especially has like definitely made everyone look older yeah um and then we'll get oh, obviously there's a time skip but wait what uh yes sorry but <laughs> <laughs> it's weird because like they they seem to have like a pre-time skip and post-time skip age but like i don't know it seems like they've been probably doing this in more than a year so yeah it's got to be at least a year like <laughs> yeah it's vague who cares uh but yes yeah, so everyone that did that's exactly what you just described son goku tries to do am- damage control it's like no they were raised together and uh his dad's dragon which like raises that question of like shouldn't he know that garp was involved exactly yeah like what did garb do that he's not in trouble for this yeah in I any capacity catch bring in gold roger <laughs> i think he's good forever everyone's confused jinbei uses his fishman karate to wash out these zombies um which is great love that he just we have a guy who has power of water now hanging out certainly speeds this shit up yeah so now everyone knows that including like Fucking reporters at Saba Odi. <laughs> important to remember. Uh, yeah. Do you think it's just gonna like by default raise Luffy's like bounty? He's like, ah, oh, fuck. He's he's dragging some. Let's I mean, bump it up a few million. Think about his bounty. Like, didn't shift that. Like, it it went up a little bit after Inus Lobby, right? Um, yeah. but now like in a matter of a second, it's like he's at Marineford fighting alongside an Emperor Whitebeard and his dad is dragon and his brother is Ace. Yeah, it, like, <laughs> and, like like look at what he is doing, and all that confounded with the fact that he took down a super prison. Yeah, and this <laughs> is after breaking out of Impel Down, which we don't like. The public doesn't even know that part yet. Yeah, if they ever, I don't even know if they ever do. Like, I don't know. He falls from the sky. Yeah, the Marines know though, so they could report it if they wanted to. Which they like, they downsized. Like, they didn't mention Buster Call, and he didn't get credit for beating Crocodile. So, like, his bounty <laughs> should be higher than it is. Well, credit for beating Moria. Uh, well, did he get... Well, they didn't know that he beat Crocodile either, though. The Marines... No, took... that's how he got his bounty, I thought. I thought... That's how he first got his bounty, was I after thought... beating Crocodile. I thought the Marines gave Smoker credit for it. Hmm. That I'm not sure about, though. Because I remember he got his bounty after... He does. Uh, then... He does, he does, well, he had a bounty in East Blue. It's just, like, it, I think it breaks, like, a million or something after Alabasta. Mm, yeah. Or, like, maybe two million. I don't know. Numbers are fucking meaningless, but. <laughs> I do, I, I'm, I'm, I think Luffy doesn't get credit for beating Crocodile, and that's, like, a thing that Smoker's, like, upset about. Mm. Where he's like, oh, the Marines are taking credit for this kid's work, and it's like, yeah, he's a pirate, but, like, come on. And then, like, yeah, fucking nobody knows about Moria. Uh, I don't think anybody, like, nobody knows about Impel Down yet. They don't know about the Buster Call part of Inus Lobby. They just know that he raised it, or quote-unquote raised it. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird that what Luffy's bounty is. All that, all that aside. Uh, yeah, now Saba Odi is, like, reporting all this information about Luffy. And, um, he is being, like, there's a giant in his path. And he jumps up and uses third gear to beat him up. And maybe one of the most well-animated sections I've seen in this show. It's extremely yeah, good. so good. Yeah, he just... 
even though uh, it makes him a tiny man, he uses a uh, third gear and just punches the giant, knocks him out. Oh and yeah, he's just like I'm gonna save Ace. <laughs> I forgot that that makes him small. <laughs> I I guess we know exactly how the next episode's gonna start because that's the last thing that happens is he uses third gear to knock down this fucking giant, yells that he's gonna save Ace, and uh, uh, Whitebeard's like, "Hey Marco, don't let that kid die," <laughs> which is very <laughs> cool that like suddenly like, oh shit, he's like under Whitebeard's protection now like everyone's like here is like yeah protect Ace's brother that's important <laughs> they're all on the same mission so yeah yeah it's and it fucking rules like all the like so much build up has like made this extremely satisfying because One Piece is good and that's it don't let that kid yeah. die he's Whitebeard like is directly ordering people to protect Luffy and uh the the war has started. We are fucking in it. We're, it's Marineford, baby. It's uh, scary. Yeah, it is. It's just gonna it's just gonna be straight action for like four months, huh? Uh, well, two months. But um, yes. <laughs> uh, this is our first episode of September, and then yeah, uh, we'll be in Marineford for a little bit, presuming we stayed our uh, our two two a month goal. But uh, yeah, that's. That's it for what we're recapping this time. We'll be back next time with, uh, I think, about the same number of episodes. I don't have the full schedule in front of me. But uh, we'll get Jory's great predictions of what happens next time after we do our plugs. Uh, So stay tuned for that. But uh, first, Jory, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, You can find me on Twitter at NoamJory. As recording, my account is locked because I want to get a job. (laughs) I don't know if I'm still locked by the time this is out. Uh, there's a sm- Just follow, like, the podcast or Joe first, and then I'll be like, oh, and you follow them. You can follow me. <laughs> I think you said something very similar, like, a couple months ago because of, like, protest shit, so. Yeah. <laughs> so, there's other podcasts here that I do. There's Wrestling One and King of the Hill One. You can find those on the network. Also, I'm going to plug the idea of cereal. It's good. You're just plugging just- cereal? The concept of cereal. I've been eating cereal a lot, uh-huh. so it's good. I gotta praise it. How about you? You can find me on social media at uh, Ghost of Joe, Ghost of J O, and I make another podcast called Got It Memorized, where I wait. Well, not just I, but me and my co-host Wheels. Uh, we recapped all Kingdom Hearts. We started doing Final Fantasy X, which is what we're doing right now. Getting to the the end of that game. Uh, we're probably going to uh, catch up on Kingdom Hearts. Uh, in between 10 and 10 2. No idea when fucking that rhythm game's gonna come out, but we'll get there eventually. Um, but uh, yeah, it's also on the same network as this one. Go to theorangegroves.com to check out the network, check out some other shows, and uh, join the Discord server. There's a link at the bottom of uh, every page. Just hit that little button, take you to the invite link, and uh, you can come chat about this show or other shows on the network. You can also support us on Patreon to get uh, these episodes early and uh, bonus stuff that we do each month. Um, This is our September episode, so uh, by now, that whatever video game, whatever whatever our video game video turns into is already out, and I don't know what we'll be doing for September, but uh, you can go get uh, everything there for just a dollar. It keeps us doing uh, two episodes a month, and uh, yeah, thank everybody. uh, Thank you, everybody, for uh, supporting us. If you do, Thank you to our September patrons, 
Adam B, Adam W, Andrew, Ashok, Captain Moki, Chad, Clueless Wanderer, Damien, Deus Equus, Eric V, Jay Harkins, Jackson, Jamie Ziz, Cat D, Cat F, Kyle, Lucas, Mallory, Marcus, Martin Morgan, Miss New Vegas, Peter, Riley, Stella, Stephen K, Stephen P, and Vadaki. Thank you so much for supporting us at patreon.com slash we are watching OP and uh, getting these episodes early and bonus episodes or bonus things each month. And I think that's it that we need to plug. Oh, I don't think we said our... I think so. I don't think I said our Twitter, which is uh, we are watching OP. Also, our Patreon is uh, we are watching OP. You can find all the links there. Uh, but yeah, I think that's, I think that's going to do it for this podcast episode. Uh, I'm kind of surprised we're actually at the two hour mark with all the shit that fucking happens, but got through it. Yeah, there's plenty more to come, uh, as I'm sure people who know, know. Uh, but for now, uh, let's check in with Jory and their predictions of what's going to happen next time on the podcast. And, uh, just remember they've never been wrong. (laughs) That's true. I haven't. We all know that Luffy is, is going to save Ace and that he's going to find the One Piece. But uh, with this new information that's been revealed to me, mm-hmm. uh, the next Straw Hat member is going to be Whitebeard. <laughs> he, he hands down the Whitebeard Pirates to Ace. And Whitebeard is going to help uh, Luffy first uh, destroy the concept of the Marines. Garp is going to be locked away in jail for uh, not doing anything about the horrible situation he created and just being like, whoa, that sucks. Uh, <laughs> and you might be wondering how c- Jory, how come there's no time skip art 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 of Whitebeard? It's because they don't want to they don't want to show the good stuff to outsiders, you know. Like mm-hmm. when when I see like spoilers, like it's kind of like how Atlas doesn't let you like post anything about Persona Five after a certain date. Yeah, it's the same thing. Like Oda will give you like a copy down copyright strike if mm-hmm. you uh post post time skip uh Whitebeard. Yeah. There's a lot of things that I wish One Piece actually did hide. So <laughs> I, I wish I wish that foresight was available, but we'll, we'll get there when the time comes. But yeah, no, I think all that's completely true. And uh, we'll we'll unpack it uh, next time on the podcast uh, in two weeks. Or I think, yeah, every other Friday we're doing right now. So uh, yeah, Whitebeard's the next straw hat for sure. And um, until then... To be, <laughs> to be continued. As you get closer, you notice that there's like almost like a heat wave effect. That sort of like wobbly mm. stuff in your yeah, vision. I could, just, I could just touch it. I mean, you want me to touch it? I could touch it. You just touch it. <laughs> Let's touch it together. Oh, you want to do rock paper scissors? Let's do rock paper scissors. Okay, ready? One, two, and then I touch it. <laughs> that was a clip from very random encounters an rpg actual play podcast where we randomly determine as many details as possible every season is a completely new story so we recommend starting off with the first episode of whatever season we're currently running once you realize it's your new favorite show you can dig into the backlog and enjoy stories of strong alien women communist superheroes transgender skeletons and other things that will scare your conservative uncle that's very random encounters find it at www.vre.com show or in the usual places. Very random encounters.